Oh, no, he recorded. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right, well, this ain't a political show. Let's get it started. <laughs> All right, well, here we go. <laughs> that sounds that funny. Sounds, that sounds funny. That sounds funny. Strike up the band. Yeah, this is the podcast. That sounds funny. And this is uh, the week of uh, April 27, 2021. And it's episode 26. This is your host Keith, and joined with me today, we we have Jerry and Yeah, and uh, this is uh, episode twenty-six. I mentioned. You know what that means? Twenty-six is half of fifty-two. We are halfway. Six months old. Through our first year, we're six months old. Yeah, come and change us. <laughs> <laughs> we're old Poof, to, I changed you both. <laughs> we're old enough to start being potty trained now. Don't change the podcast though. Keep yeah. listening to us. Anyway, that's it's a kind of a milestone uh when it comes to podcasting or anything, you know, six months into it. Uh, a lot of podcasts they say fold uh, about the episode six or so, six or eight. So we got that whooped. Yeah. But, we uh, whooped it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, we are up to our six-month mark. Is start out with the What's New segment. Does anyone have a question? It's kind of you know, fa- funny family story, classic family story, something new, reading, watching, doing kind of thing. Uh, Anybody uh, doing anything? You got anything remarkable lately? Any- remarkable? No. Nothing, huh? Nothing yeah. funny, but I've been reading a book, and uh, it's a series. Uh, who wrote it, Jill? Gabaldon. Uh, what's her first name? Diana Gabaldon. Series books. There's a turned into a show on stars or something, but uh, I'm reading a book. It's book number six in the series. I believe each one of her books is this way, but this book is, it takes 61 hours to listen. They are to. very long. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah you're <laughs> 61 hours. And I don't know how many days I've been listening to. I've been trying, can't listen to it all day, but, you know, I'm like. You know how long it takes to read the Bible? 55% way through it. But about 60 oh, hours. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if you read the, the Red uh, Betty Crocker cookbook. The, you, you can download it from the Library of Congress. It takes 51 hours to read the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> I would be awfully hungry by the end of reading a cookbook, yeah. thinking of all them yummy foods they make. Go ahead. Who's stopping you? And Harry Potter books run anywhere from about you know 30 hours. Some of the early ones last, some of the later ones more. <laughs> it takes 50 hours to read the cookbook, but the cookbook's only five pages. <laughs> no, it's the it's the actual red uh, Betty Crocker cookbook. It was it's a big, out there big for one. years. You know, the big fat. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, you read the recipe, then you got to make it, then you eat it, and then it tastes. <laughs> oh, it tastes that, that, that could take you all year, then, huh? 
Read a page, make it, eat it. Read a page, make it, eat it. So yeah, nice thick old book. I haven't been reading too much of any books lately. I've just been studying up on some internet, you know, technology things. Uh, and, yeah, there's uh, not been much happening for me either this week. I've been, uh, if anything, just listening to a lot of podcasts, all manner of variety of things. I had, uh, I had my nephew and my grandson help. I had some rocks delivered to put in the driveway next door on my other property. Yeah. How's your new contractor working out? <laughs> Good. <laughs> they got it. They got it flattened up enough. You can drive on it now. You know, right. level it up some more. And it's like, well, you don't have to do too good a job. I got to get another load of rocks. Yeah. Hopefully he spreads it out a little better next time. Yeah. The truck driver. I got another like 15 yeah. to rock. I've got 15 tons. I need another 15. Then I plan to, I'm, I'm thinking about blacktop, all three lanes of the drive. Are you wanting to cover that whole yard with rock? No, just a driveway in between the two driveways. And then mine's, oh. dri- mine's already blacktop, but they're going to add another layer or two to my, as, as well as doing the other way. This will be like you want to layers. build it up because I know between the two driveways, it was a lower ditch area. Okay. Well, we didn't fill that in. Yeah, that got filled oh. in. Yeah. Oh, that's flat. Did, I didn't know that. When they dug the basement here, that's where they put the dirt. <laughs> Oh, and the brick from the front porch. They put the front porch brick there, so there's a lot of debris down. and stuff in between there. Yeah. Oh, they put the big I stuff in the bottom. Been since I've been at your house, yep, it's flat across there. So now, when it rains a lot, you can't go out there in your swimming suit and swim like we used to do a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I remember ice skating on the little. It would freeze water there, and we'd go out and slip around on that little. Yeah, hugging that oak tree, yeah. hug that tree no more. Two of us might be able to touch fingers reaching around it. It's huge. <laughs> that big, huh? It's got to be at least fifty years old. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, something. That's yeah. So here. there's uh, some recent stuff. I can't. I think of too much else to add on that. I mean, if we could insert just a. Typical bit of housekeeping, folks. If you want to support the webpage, check out our donation the link. It goes to PayPal. And you can slip a few bucks, helps it keeps the cost around here down. We're trying to get enough money to uh, have us a paid Zoom account so we don't have to worry about getting bumped off and sell it for the free stuff. <laughs> yeah. And just like like what we do, just make sure you just, just drop us an email while you're on the website and uh, give us your own funny stories or ideas for the show. Well, let's uh, move on. Oh, you know what? Uh, let me see if I have any uh, April holidays. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. What kind of fun holidays might be this week? Um, I got a. I, I had everything all lined up, and uh, now I can't find it. Oh, that's why, because a stupid reminder popped up. Um, 
<laughs> and it blocked, it blocked me out of my notes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's just a reminder that uh, on the, the Heinz uh, conference call that they did, actually earlier before we started this one, but for some reason decided to pop up and bump me out. Oh. But anyway, yeah, April holidays. Oh. Uh, let's see, what's today? Retzel Day was yesterday. <laughs> Today's Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 27th of April. 20, there's a 20th. It's not uh, meant for us. <laughs> I thought I had it already preset, but I guess not. So, back up. 27th. Here we go. It is National Prime Rib Day. Mm. Oh no! I guess if you're Ooh, a vegan, yummy. you're out of luck. <laughs> not like ribs. Oh no! It's yeah, prime you can rib. have your tofu. <laughs> prime rib is not beef ribs. It's uh, beef ribs is is you know the ribs of the bone. Prime rib is actually like the under uh, side, and it's really oh man, juicy and tender. No bones. Fresh. No bones in it. Nice and yummy. Oh, that's all we got. For today, okay, let's move well, on to okay, Wednesday. Let's go, prime rib. <laughs> uh, let's go on to Wednesday, the 28th. Uh, International Guide Dog Day. Da, da, da. Oh, cool. National <laughs> Blueberry Pie Day. Mm. National Braveheart Day. Health awareness. Not, not the, you know, the old Scottish guy. <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> It's oh. brave heart for your health. Yeah. Uh, National oh. Superhero Day is Wednesday. Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Stop food waste day. Wow. Kids everywhere. Pay attention to that one. Yes. Clean up your plates. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't throw it in the trash is what I mean. If you, around, around here, the rule is take what you want, but eat what you take. But, and it never fails kids will put stuff on their plate nibble like a, a couple of green pea sized nibbles out of it and throw the rest in the trash it's like what you tell your food oh no like, I, you gotta have some, some little somebody would have ate it you could have put it in the fridge and had to heat it up for tomorrow if you didn't want it just say you didn't yeah. want it I got three little pigs at my house they'll eat it <laughs> yeah really anyhow uh, what else is going you on my... here Minfin. The yeah, that was Wednesday, Thursday, the 29th, April 29th. Um, International Dance Day, so you can dance your whole day away on the uh, April 29th. Uh, National Shrimp Scalpy Day, whatever that is. Uh, let's see, moving on, uh, April 30th, Friday. Honesty Day, no. International Jazz Day, National Arbor Day. Go hug a tree this Friday. National <laughs> Bubble Tea, whatever that means. National Bubble Hairball tea. Awareness for your animals. National <laughs> Raisin Day. Watch out for them hairballs that day. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, I'm a little bit early. <laughs> they want to celebrate on you know, so early. 
where was I? Um, so moving on to May 1st, Saturday, beer pong. Whatever beer, beer. pong is, I'm sure I don't know. Yeah. I mean, pong is that electronic oh. tennis game. What do you play Pink pong while you drink beer? I don't know. Beer but pong. anyway, if, beer pong. Uh, it is also free comic book day. Okay. May oh. Day is May 1st, a historical day. Uh, it's National Foster Care Month, Family Awareness. World Fair Trade Day, uh, May 2nd, Sunday. International Harry Potter Day. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. Hmm. It's ooh, National Me Brothers either. and Sisters Day. Siblings Day. We, we should have day. A, we, we should have moved <laughs> that to Tuesday so we could podcast about it next week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, May the third, as Terry was uh, saying was a moment ago, uh, <laughs> is the Constitution Day. Um, it's- it's also melanoma awareness day not to be confused with melatonin which puts you to sleep or melanin which turns your skin brown it's melanoma which i guess what uh, has to do with cancer water melanoma Uh, also it is national paranormal day hey what's the matter with you you look like you've seen a ghost watch out for them ghosts (laughs) And then finally, uh, that's the end of our week of recounting here. We get to next Tuesday, which is May the fourth, which we'll have a. We're planning on having a, a, a theme to show next week, Star Wars based. And if you don't know why, uh, listen in, and you'll find out. And if you do know why, you know what? Now's a good time to send us an email so we can get your comments on the show. So there's a fast rundown. Yeah. Of Tell us some of the many Star Wars jokes out there. <laughs> Man, or whatever, whatever people, uh, it will be themed on that. And if, like I said, if you don't know why, you'll know when you listen next week. And if you do know why, uh, just send us your, your comments about Star Wars. Like it, hate it, indifferent about it, whatever. So yep. now it's yep. time to move into our mm-hmm. news. I've got one that man you go ahead an Idaho man David Rush is at it again trying to break more stupid world records that man needs to get a life he's out to break the world records of having world records I guess huh I guess. I think so. He, he has he's in Idaho. Idaho. There's nothing to do in Idaho but grow potatoes and throw them on your head. This time he's he was throwing nuts and a cup on his head. Now he is doing tennis balls. And so apparently he's got a bigger basket on his head because he I thought he was gonna say a bigger head. <laughs> <laughs> he broke the world's record by 107 tennis balls he caught in a minute on his head. So you, you toss him up and he catches him on a basket on his head. Right. 
And they, apparently they got to stay because then after they're done, they count take count how many's in the basket. Now uh-huh. he's throwing them up in the air as well as another person's, you know. And so or it's the other person. <laughs> Everybody throw a tennis ball at this guy. Yeah. But the other guy I, I, I have a story about tennis balls, but it's not out of the news. It's sort of I, I probably should have told that before any news segment. <laughs> that's about all there is to that story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's my 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 yeah. tennis ball story. Whenever I was in Panama, they had the <laughs> special services, not to be confused with special forces, is the people who issue out like you know tennis rackets that can go play tennis on the on the courts and stuff, or uh, you can go to a you know, weight room or something like that. You know, it's just exercise and go fishing or whatever. Well. For whatever reason, the commanding officer thought, you know, he wanted to encourage people to play tennis. And so he allowed each Marine that was stationed there once a week, you can get a little three tennis ball canister of tennis balls. Go out play tennis. And people would, they'd go out and they'd check out uh, the tennis balls. They'd play their game. But one guy got the idea. He didn't want to play tennis. He would take his canister and dump his balls into a trash bag. And every week he did this until he filled up the trash bag. Then he went to a window at the end of the barracks on the second floor and dumped out all the tennis balls to see what it would look like if they just rolled all across the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then they stopped giving out new tennis balls, people. <laughs> now, Keith, why would you do such a thing? <laughs> it, happened, it happened literally just before I got there. Because people are still laughing about it when I got there. I was like, what's this thing about the dentist balls? And then they told me the story. I'm like, ah, I, I would stop giving them out to. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Who's got a story? That's Who's got a story? Yeah, you got something for us, Joe? Yeah, I do. I just seen this morning on the UPI news that in Canada, there's a beaver that decided he would chew through some. Um, some kind of lines that run your Wi-Fi and internet oh, and mm-hmm. knocked it out for like 900 people. Hey, that's a Five job for squirrels to do, not beavers. <laughs> yeah, key. beavers are supposed to chew on wood and trees. <laughs> the squirrels like to not, chew um, on power lines and stuff like that. <laughs> telecommunications cables. Yep. That's, that's what happened to our internet here in town almost some months ago. It was acting all stupid and it went out and they, they found that squirrels had got into the box and chewed up all the internet. <laughs> yep, they'll do that kind of stuff. And mice do it too. Yeah, mice, I know I do that. They'll, uh, they'll chew up your uh, insulation off of your wiring in your house. I had a friend that had guinea pigs years ago and the, the guinea pigs would do that. They chewed up her speaker wires and did all kinds of nasty stuff. Well, I have a story about a California gold rush town. Uh, I don't have the name of that town handy. Uh, It escapes me. But they are uh, going to remove the noose from their city emblem, their city logo. Yeah. Apparently, way back in the wild and woolly California gold rush days, the law was vigilante justice. There was no actual, actual police force. And they were known as the hanging. That's what it's going to go back to if we're not careful. (laughs) Yeah, but because of all the sensitivity with, you know, police and uh, black people and lynching 
connections. They thought, you know, now would be a good time to get rid of the noose out of our city emblem. And so that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah. hmm. I bet they didn't discriminate, though. They probably hung all kinds of people with the noose, the Asians, yeah. the white, the black, the Indian. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Back well, back, the back then, I'm, I don't know, there might have been black people out there in the California gold rush days. But, uh, you know, you know, mining camps back then probably weren't. Uh, they you know, typically would be a bunch of white dudes or Europeans out looking for a fast buck. And there probably was little in the way of... You try to steal my gold, I'll just hang you. <laughs> yeah, well, no, vigilante justice would work like, he tried to steal my gold. No, I, I didn't. And they go before the vigilante court and they say, yeah, you did. And throw the gavel down at him and string them up but yeah. that's just what they did you know that's what how you punish people was to hang them uh it didn't matter what color or race you were they they did it but yeah hanging, they're gonna get rid hanging, of right well they're hanging when they go to drop them through the hole they shoot the rope just to mess with them <laughs> yeah, well yeah right <laughs> you've been watching too many movies as well i'll say with that <laughs> it, uh, Let's mess with them. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to get off on that tangent. They had to bite my tongue because of certain things that have happened in That'd the news. That would be true if it happened lately. on TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, I well, have a story. Yeah, go okay. Uh, a man bowls a perfect 300 bowling game with his dad's ashes in his bowling ball. There's a Peoria man, John Hinkle, age 39, Peoria, Illinois, uses two hands to bowl. Why? I don't know if he's handicapped. I know there's some blind people that bowl with two hands, but he does a technique where he uses two hands to bowl. And so using two hands to bowl, he doesn't use the thumb hole. He had took some of his dad's ashes and put it in the thumb hole of his bowling ball and then sealed it shut. But the, the thing is, he uses two hands to bowl, and he has bowled a perfect game. And they were him and his brother were uh, taught to bowl by his the dad. And the dad had never bowled a three hundred. He rolled a two ninety eight, two ninety nine. If he never, thought I'm using a two hand technique, well, no wonder he couldn't bowl a perfect score that way. <laughs> That's kind of it's awkward. A, I mean, people do it, but. Not very many people do it that way. Two-handed bowl is like between your legs, I guess. Spread your legs and shoo, shoot it down there, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't know how you do that. Or, or maybe you do it backwards, like like hiking a football or something. I don't know. That's even more awkward, it would seem. <laughs> um, but, yeah, well, I, I could imagine, like, you know, putting the two fingers, but instead of putting a thumb in the hole, you balance it with the, the knuckle of your thumb or something. But you're still bowling one hand handed if you do that anyway yeah the the creep the creep factor is dad's ashes is in the ball (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he finally finally got to bowl that 300 too yeah Yeah. what do you got anything else my story I do. They always talk about the oldest people in the world, and this story is about the oldest fish in Iowa that they found over 25 years old. And how do they know They that? caught it in 2001. Well, I guess they must have 
uh, chipped it or something because they caught it in 2001 and it was 33 inches long. It's a muskie. And I guess they could tell by the length how old it was. I mean, they couldn't cut it in half and count the rings like a tree. Maybe because it have, has the rows of scales. Ah, <laughs> oh, maybe. It adds, it adds a, new, a new roll of, row of scales every year. <laughs> yeah, and she was 33 inches long in 2001, this female muskie, and then they just recently caught her in 2021 on the same exact day of the year as they caught her back in 2001 now, now, but now wonder, she's 46 inches long oh wow now, now see if they would have tagged the fish at that time in 2001 i think you said then yeah um, they could get i'm thinking at, they must have that's how they, they, knew they could it tell was for the sure one. the last they had this. 20 years or so and maybe they know by a fishery raising them that they can grow let's say up to what you said 30 inches in five years so maybe they just kind of backward engineered and guessed that she was at least five years old. Wow. Four or five, yeah. And now she's back out in the wild. They released her. I was hoping they cooked her up for dinner and oh, somebody yeah. somewhere was enjoying a nice fish dinner. Oh, but That's what I wanted. She's done. back out in the wild to age some more. We'll see in another 20 years if they catch her again. Yeah, it, I guess that would be the, the, the scientific thing to do is catch and release because maybe you catch her again in their 20 years. Who knows? Well, I hope they do. Or I hope yeah, it's some that fisherman. Ain't no fun. You're supposed to. I hope if some fisherman catches her, they'll at least report it before they eat her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> anyway, uh, what do I got here? Uh, let's see. Do I want to say that one? I might just, uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll go ahead and do this one. A, a Sydney man found a snake in his lettuce that he bought from the supermarket. Oh, in a salad. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I guess. I mean, the, you, they say usually you find frogs in your lettuce, or you might find, uh, uh, you know, something like that, you know, some kind of a small, harmless type of a, an animal. It kind of gets a beetle past the, or something, a bug. Yeah, it gets past the pickers and it's just in there. Uh, but the guy says he got it home and he was making dinner with his partner. Uh, and uh, they found something <laughs> wiggling around in their lettuce bag. And when they got looking, it was a seven-inch, very poisonous snake. And so they managed to Ooh. get it uh, sealed back up in the bag. They called Animal Patrol. They, I guess, released the snake in the wild or something. I don't know. But, yeah, they usually they thought it was a worm at first, but then they noticed a, a tongue was flickering out. Huh. And like, worms don't have tongues. <laughs> <laughs> and a groggy from the cool yeah, they yeah think i think was... i would have zipped it back up and killed it <laughs> yeah took a sledgehammer smash, and took smash, smash. well they did they, they did take the lettuce back to the store and got uh a replacement had a lettuce i guess but yeah they think the snake it was just kind of groggy from being you know cold storage from packing the lettuce and cold storage in this grocery store but yeah Wow. I've got an I got an animal story. <laughs> Lots of animal yes, stories this week. <laughs> I know this this animal was on in Port Orange, California or Florida. The a a turtle smashes into a windshield of a car going on Interstate ninety five. 
<laughs> you're flying turtle. Dun, da, da, dun, da, da. <laughs> Up in the sky. Look, it's a bird. It's a plane. Super it's... turtle. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> super turtle. <laughs> 911 was called and it was reported to them, et cetera, that there was a, the lady pulled over. The t- something had flown through the windshield of the car and struck her 71-year-old mom in the head, and there was blood and everything, uh, and they found a turtle. And so they found the turtle had no injuries, and they took it to the woods and let it loose. But then they were trying to figure out, how did that turtle go crashing through the windshield? And so yeah. what the friend- Yes, they, you know, saying, like what I said, they said that just like how a rock gets under the edge of a car tire and like playing tiddlywinks and it goes shooting out. It must be turtles. <laughs> a truck or something must have hit it just right on the shell and flung it up in the air and the car smashed into it. But yeah. uh, I, I was thinking if it was driving under an overpass and we send kids knock a turtle off or something. Right. Well, no, 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 you guys you are those... both wrong. That was a jumping turtle, and he jumped up into the windshield. <laughs> it, it, was, it was really a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle and did a backflip to try to jump yeah. over the car, and he missed. <laughs> up on the overpasses, so though, they do have drain holes for, for rainwater and stuff like that. You know, for sometimes things get knocked down through there, sure. But, uh, I was thinking, or it could have been on a board, like on the side of the road, like a little teeter totter, and a car came along, hit that board, and catapulted it up in there, yeah. <laughs> right into the windshield. Bam! Turtles out crawling beside the road. Hey, I found me a rock. I found me a board. If I just push this over here and put that up there, yeah, we crawl up here and wait. <laughs> that's not. That's not how you use turtle wax either. Uh, turtle yeah, wax. Turtle wax. <laughs> The turtle was uninjured <laughs> because he had his helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Couple of scratches, let go let him go in the woods. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Turtle final back to his family. Man, the weirdest thing just happened to me. You'll never believe it. <laughs> I was crossing the road to get to the other side and something happened and I went flying through the air. <laughs> well, I- in a car. <laughs> I actually do have another snake story. Uh, I wasn't going to put it on here, but uh, might as well with all the animal stories you got. Well, I got one more dog story, so go oh, ahead with your go. snake, and then I'll tell my I dog story. I got two story. more animal stories. Well, there's a, <laughs> a California man got bit by a rattlesnake when he picked it up with barbecue tongs. <laughs> Apparently, he was oh, having... He was going to put him on the grill. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> he was having a birthday party uh, for his uh, uh, child, I don't know if it was his son or daughter, and uh, he saw this snake, and he, he didn't want it to bite the kids, and so he went and was going to take it away, I guess, on what I was going to do with it, by picking it up with barbecue tongs. But the problem is the snake bit him in the process. Uh, and it turns out, of course, the rattlesnake, uh, when you get bit, it, it can you know sting and it can cause uh, some, some issues with humans, but it's not normally fatal. It just kind of makes you a little bit uh, toxic and sick or whatever. But uh, the, they called the animal control. 
they ended up, uh, I guess, helping the guy, but they ended up uh, having to put the snake down, not because the snake was, you know, <laughs> have a psycho snake or something. They didn't. It was. It wasn't a neighborhood, and they didn't want to mosey into somebody else's yard and cause problems there either. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned they the barbecue put the snake down because it got rabies from the guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, from the crazy California dude. But you mentioned the barbecue tongs. Uh, I guess he was thought he was being safe by using them. But my wife had made a comment. Well, maybe uh, he was trying to barbecue the snake. And I thought, well, no wonder the snake bit him then. <laughs> I was like, don't get to put him in a fire. <laughs> well, anyway, that, that's the real fast uh, rattlesnake I, story. I have one from. Okay, I got one about a dog in Utah that um, there was a race going on uh, at a high school and uh, it was one of those relay races where they run and pass off batons. Well, this dog, his owner liked to run too and so the dog was used to running with his owner and they were watching the race and somehow he got loose from his owner and ended up running in the race with the the people, the kids that were running hmm. and ended up winning. He came did, from behind and passed them all up and won the race. The dog won, huh? Yeah, but they let the girl in the lead get the award for uh, the first <laughs> human to cross. Yeah, there we go. Now, did the dog <laughs> run the whole race or just the last part? No, 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 not the whole race, just the last part. Well, I, I guess the, the real, really owner was race, there watching. all that's required is to run, is to run your part of it. The last lab. <laughs> last, <Yep. laughs> last lab lab. I believe it was a Labrador retriever too, I think. In that story. I don't know. Well that would explain it because the Labradors are pretty crazy dogs. Oh, oh, this dog's name was Holly, and they said that it's its Holly. dad, the dog's dad's name was Chuck Norris. So that explains why. <laughs> She likes to run, I guess. It said it was a tough dog <laughs> from Hollywood, yeah. Hollywood, and Chuck Norris. I have yeah. a, in Avon, Connecticut. Avon, ding dong. Thinking of that. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. <laughs> in in right. Avon, Connecticut, a woman was, I, I think she had a, a, an attached car garage, and she thought she heard some squirrels, and so she took a broom and started to go outside but quickly changed her mind because there was a apparently a hungry bear ripping a hole through her garage door. <laughs> so, hmm. 
She's going to chase it off the squirrel with a broom, but uh, decided against it because it was a bear. And yeah. tore a hole in her garage <laughs> door, I guess, looking for food. Or he must have been high from last week, that bear. Anyway, yeah. and, uh, returned to the scene of the crime. Anyway, um, and so the bear ran off into the woods. She called the police, and they were keeping an eye out for Yogi. So, anyway, <laughs> for that story. All right. <laughs> what a bear sneaking into the garage. Wow. All right. Well, I just have this one. Uh, the headline says, At this wedding, the bride and groom were the crashers. And, uh, what is, what's happened with that is apparently uh, some months ago, the, the couple that wanted to get married thought, Hey, let's have our wedding reception at this particular mansion up on the hill. Nobody lives there. We can just... Uh, <laughs> go and have our wedding there they actually did contact the, the house owner and he said no we didn't want to do that uh and i, I think terry was telling me he saw yeah. this and the house was actually for sale and so a, yeah, after I've seen it too <laughs> after harassing the guy uh through over the past several months and and he keeps telling them no i thought well it's for sale there's nobody living there we'll just do it anyway so they show up at the mansion, getting ready to have their festivities. It's going to be like a two-day affair, wedding on Saturday and reception on Sunday, all kinds of fancy champagne and caviar stuff. And they get there, and the guy calls the cops because they're trespassing. He don't want them there. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> and they still don't know why. That'd be a Apparently, they had shot with her and her veil and him and his tux. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, uh, they got their wedding license the week before, and then this incident happened. And as of this, of the, the last Wednesday, they still were not married yet, or they hadn't filed their marriage license. So I guess they're holding out. Oh, they're holding out for the I guy. I thought to maybe their for wedding, for, wedding photography was going to be the the person from the prison cell that are yeah, shots full-on mug profile <laughs> that's that they can have their wedding in prison <laughs> anyway that's a little that odd that's that's my final yep. story on that my final story here i have the police chase a cow through a connecticut town in fairfield Connecticut escaped from its owner's home and wandered around in front of the country cow deli <laughs> where people had took photos of a cow just moseying on down the sidewalk. <laughs> and the police chase and the owner chased the cow through various neighborhoods. They chased this cow for about an hour. And it was a bull lines cow, I think was what, what it was called, the type of cow. Hmm. And they finally, after going about oh, two miles outside of town, the cow decided it had enough and it sat down and it would not move. I'm done. <laughs> Apparently, they got tired of walking around and said, 
carry me home, Daddy. I don't know. <laughs> Makes me think of that uh, City Slickers movie where the guy got the cow and took it that home with him. That was Norman. <laughs> it's like, hey, take me. I'm tired of walking. Milk me or something. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, so goodness. that was my final story. All right. Well, here it comes. That's it's a time, good way to end it up. <laughs> time for Terry's top 10 list Yay. of trivial tidbits. <laughs> yeah, today I have a animal one. Let me switch to my other device. Okay, we'll go. Um, I have 10 terrifying tales of squirrel attacks. Da, da, da. Oh, no. <laughs> and so I have... Uh, Squirrels going wild. Number 10, well, a, a kid, woman accidentally... Well, granny, she didn't accidentally give it to the squirrel. Um, she apparently left her window open and a squirrel had got into her house and ate leftover Christmas cookies well I would and was all hyped up on sugar ran around to her apartment jumped on the refrigerator uh, turned the music on loud a neighbor called the police the police came and they had tried to capture the squirrel they couldn't do it they left the door open and so they would try to get the squirrel and eventually the squirrel ran out and got away and number and nine, nine we'll go for them cookies. And number nine in uh, what's it called? Pur- Purdue University in Indiana. <coughs> There's a lot of you know that students who eat you know, outside and everything in between classes and stuff. And the squirrels would take part in eating of such food droppings and people feeding them. And then in the wintertime, they would expect the same thing and the people would not be eating outside. So the squirrels would attack, started attacking people and biting their ankles and attacking the students who were from classes. Look at those little ankle biters, huh? Yeah. Give me your food. Oh, you got Another took place in New York City, where see they uh, they uh, they have a lot of the threats of terrorism. You know, they target the big cities for their attacks. But there was some squirrels in a park one day where there was about a hundred squirrels that attacked people in New York City in the park. You know, like, I kind of squirrels. And we're going to get you there. I blow you up. <laughs> they, uh, they treated some for rabies, but they you know, nobody had contracted rabies. Yeah, squirrels can't have that. <laughs> had to take a, <laughs> take a sip of coffee there. <clears throat> and um, number seven... 
Zombie squirrels. Hmm. Just zombies. Oh. That's the gray ones, right? Right. They're the ones that come out on Halloween. <laughs> there was three local men witnessed a, a scene where a dog was barking at squirrels in a tree. And three squirrels jumped out of the tree and started attacking the dog. And they sliced it open, <laughs> was devouring its innards. And the men approached, Ooh. scared the squirrels off. They had went back up the tree with chunks of meat and blood and gore. I didn't know the squirrels would do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hmm. And uh, apparently they were <laughs> zombie squirrels. Oh, that's something that stuck with, like, you know, nuts and berries and stuff. Yeah. Or, or, or handouts by college students. <laughs> right. <laughs> Goodness. Then there's uh, another squirrel attack where, like, you know, a lion taking down something on the savanna. A squirrel, <laughs> a squirrel in uh, uh, the Belusia uh, nursing, nursing home ran down ran down the hallway to the activity room in this nursing home and started attacking people playing checkers and chess and bingo yeah. started attacking the, the elderly and biting them and hmm it's attacking them like a cat or something huh? right nice little kitty cat and, ow <laughs> um, <laughs> then there's a number 5 is squirrel serial killers hmm there was a study that done where there was well a squirrel squirrels can be pregnant but yet get pregnant again what they they can get pregnant but not again no 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 they can get to get pregnant a second time they can have a be carrying a child you know a developing little squirrel in them and they can get pregnant again well they're still pregnant the first time Right. Ah. And so they were doing a study where this one squirrel, there was, uh, they checked the DNA in this population of squirrels. And one squirrel was the, uh, what do you want to say? The, the head honcho, all the, ba- all the, ba- all the squirrels was his and his DNA. Yeah. When the, the other squirrels would come to impregnate his females or whatever when she would have those babies he'd kill them his, huh. so he would know the difference huh right and somehow they the squirrel could tell that he'd kill all the other babies wow all the squirrels that happened to be in that area in that park so was, so that's like a, a one of those full term term abortion things huh i guess so so, so squirrels are it's, in the family uh, family planning, whether it's called, <laughs> well, some, some sort of some sort of cult. Yeah. <laughs> Only my baby shall survive. <laughs> and for, all for, for the, the post post term abortion stuff. Who knew? Then number four mm-hmm. is in. They in, are nuts in Nutsford, England. <laughs> That's the name of the town. Speaking of the Nutsford, England. A grandpa came to the rescue. There was a two-year-old girl who 
Thought it was cute. The squirrel came up to her and she was petting it and it bit her on the lip and it wouldn't let go. What? Oh, on the that's not petting the squirrel. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, she was petting it and then it lunged forward and bit her. Maybe that's petting it English style. Judy, you don't know how glad I am to see you. I could kiss you. <laughs> they do it the differently squirrel. over there, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And two-year-old girl and bitter got close to it and bitter gee whiz how can you be so heartless oh, hmm. came up with his little with his umbrella as they carry over there um in Nevada, california a man was in his garage doing some chores and a squirrel came in his garage and started attacking him. Huh. He's just trying to get over from the kids for the weekend and he's bothered by a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> he was fighting with the squirrel. The squirrel bit his, into his arm and his wife came running to help him as she was beating him off with the broom. Hmm. The squirrel beating him off with the broom. <laughs> yeah. Go away, husband. That poor little squirrel. <laughs> Leave it alone. Okay. I know Terry's mind's in the gutter about now. Too. I'm trying to keep it clean. Yeah. You know, uh, Mr. Grotefin in the band. Uh, number two, playing chicken. Squirrels, like in the Geico commercial on TV, they have the little Geico commercial, which is actually true. Squirrels love to do that. Do what? By insurance into the road to By try insurance. to cause to cause an accident. You know, yeah. some there was a couple of squirrels. They noticed in this town that these two squirrels would do it intentionally, cause an accident, and just do their little chickly chickle. Yeah. You know what I want to call that? Roadkill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty sure they were somebody's splatter. You know, but. Uh, the nice little people slam on the Whenever I used to drive and see squirrels in the road, I wouldn't swerve. They better run <laughs> or they're going to be roadkill. <laughs> Splat. And whew. play that game. <laughs> nope. I hit the wrong button. Oh. Anyway, uh, yeah. Then little, that squirrel like no. to buy insurance or sell it for whatever. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a neat, com- I guess it's a funny commercial. You know, we can't see it, of course. Like, who was that? You know, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't have a clue. They even had a squirrel commercial. Yeah, yeah. I've heard it. I've heard like the little squirrels chittering or something. The guy co commercial like that in the wreck. And it's like, what was that? <laughs> I, I guess you pay more attention to it than I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I couldn't even have told you that. It was all, all over my head. <laughs> and number one, I don't know how this guy did it, but this guy had trained or kept one as a pet a pet squirrel and the pet squirrel um was in the guy's house and somebody broke into the house and the squirrel attacked the burglar and scared him off beware of squirrel attack squirrel attack squirrel and you gotta be kidding me uh oh that's in idaho too that's where david rush lives (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's his. He's guarding his house with his vicious attack squirrel. <laughs> oh, nope. Wow. It's uh, Adam Pearl from from uh, Merid- brother-in-law. <laughs> Meridian, Idaho has a pet squirrel and a squirrel's name is Joey. And he attacks of robbers who break in. <laughs> a burglar granted a few easy to carry items. The squirrel knew that he was a guy who was up to no good, started biting the guy's arms until he left the house. Hmm. And that was all caught on the security footage. And so that wraps up the 10 terrible attacks. Woo! So we have any wow, words that from was Jill? Really gross. Another word out of you and out you go. <laughs> Excuse me. Yes, we do. We Moving right on. Weird words of the week. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Let's try to think of how to word that. The first word is Husgau, H-O-O-S-E-G-O-W. I know what that is, but I don't. I that, know what it that's is. where like the who's and who will go when they feel like they're having a good time. <laughs> it's a jail. Yeah, it's or, a jail. Hey, you got it. it! It is definitely a jail, yeah. It's a prison. You got it right on the head. How'd you know that word? I didn't believe me, I know. <laughs> yeah. It's you, a German first, word, I bet, right? <laughs> First-hand experience, I guess. Huh? Well, I, I, I've heard it used before. It was, they used to say it a lot in old westerns. I'll put oh. you, we'll lock you up in the hoosegow. And stuff like that. Yeah. But I've been locked. This next word is a long one. Enter. I-N-T-E-R-F-E-N-E-S-T-R- a T I O N. Enter. Enter. Fenestration. Enter. That's when you have a, a, a barbed wire fence on the inside of your house, keep your toddlers from falling down the steps. <laughs> Enter. Fenestration. <laughs> I don't know. Got a clue. Enter. Frustration. You have frustrations in your inners. Fenestration. Enter penetration. I'm still trying to get a where it makes sense. Wow, Terry, I think you better back up with your wife pretty soon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this word. uh, I did was you're going to guess, see if you could. I already tried my guess. (laughs) What do you think, Terry? Oh, man. And it's not in the gutter either. No, it's, it's the space the between two windows. What? The space between two windows. Oh. Hmm. So, hmm. you ever want to know what that little space between your windows is? Why don't the they just call it inner inner window space? I didn't have no. They had a word for that. I didn't <laughs> either. <laughs> inner window space. Inner space. <laughs> I saw that movie. Inner. Yep. Okay, but, uh, this next word is doodle sack. D-O-O-D-L-E-S-A-C-K. Doodle sack. That's a sack that you put your doodles in. Everybody yeah, exactly. <laughs> what else could it be? You, you draw a doodle, you throw it into your sack. So we can carry them around with you. It's a doodle sack. Well, a, well a, a cul-de-sac a is, like sack. A, 
is a cul-de-sac is like a driveway so maybe it's a driveway for doodles <laughs> doodles it is actually a scottish bagpipe oh uh, man that kind a of doodles i guess they doodle with their scottish bagpipe well sack. A, a sack <laughs> is kind of old english word for mm-hmm. an instrument to use a bag to blow through your horn with so yeah. anyway there you go <laughs> and this next word you guys maybe have heard it's gobbledygook <laughs> yeah do you want me to spell it i'm familiar with that word gobbledygook yeah. where does that we hear that gobbledygook harry potter sometimes you might call it double talk but double talk is actually a little bit different uh, double talk is you make up your own words and make it sound like you're saying something. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for the last time this season, we bring you our master of ceremonies, a man who sailor fought the sailor famous seat, and not only the sailor wants to sailor fart, the sailor in being not the greatest sailor famous seat of our sailor sailor fault, Jack Benny. You're but mighty close, gobbledygook. Gobbledygook is you, you just, you're saying things without really getting to a point. Uh, you're kind of obfuscating the issue a little bit. Yeah, it Good just means in. nonsense. So you were really close, messing up words or saying things that don't make sense. Double talk. <laughs> Here's actually another odd word. It's clod pole. C-L-O-D-P-O-L-L. What? Clod pole. Clod That's when you put your flags out there on the pole. C-L-O-D-P-O-L-L. Oh, clod pole. Well, I've heard of dirt clods, so I guess you want, if you want to wave them like a flag up in the sky, you, you, or you put the scarecrow. <laughs> you take the dirt clods out of your out of your wheat field and you run them up the flagpole. Where <laughs> no. you put your scarecrow <laughs> on the clod pole. Uh, well, <laughs> um, it just means a stupid person. <laughs> oh, that's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so you think Terry's a clod pole, huh? <laughs> Got my picture by that word. One more word and then we'll be done. <laughs> uh, where do you get these words from? <laughs> she has an app for that. I have an app uh, on my phone. And uh, I ain't going to tell you, you'll go get it, then you'll know the word. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cheat. I'll cheat. Okay, this next word. Pedifogger, P T I F O G G E R, Pedifogger. Huh. Instead of having a large fogger, you have a petite one, so it's a pedifogger, or, or like a petticoat you wear under your dress. So it's it's a fog machine uh, you, you slip under your dress. Oh. That way, you pa- you pass gas, you just slip out some steam. <laughs> <laughs> They have special underwear for that. But that's for another day. You got to guess, Terry, or no? Uh, uh, I don't. I, I just I can't. A person who confuses others with their speech. Again, that's me. Confuses others with your speech. So... So whenever Terry speaks, no one can understand what Nicky is talking about. <laughs> <laughs> when that pod 
Claude Pole speaks. So, so I guess you, uh, any any politician, <laughs> any politician would have fit that. They confuse others with their speech. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are pedophoggers, pedophoggers, or something. That's how it's just going to be. Well, I, I was kind of close. Foggers are blowing smoke. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all the words for this week. <laughs> wow. Oh my uh, Our anchor topic time is uh, where we like to uh, discuss areas of blindness rehab and uh, living skills uh, is the general area of what to talk about um which is really a broad area there's a lot to it uh for one thing here maybe this will kind of jump start conversation you guys have an id mate right right for people who don't know what an id mate is it's a barcode scanner where you could generally you go to your kitchen cupboard you scan a product and it'll go boop and i'll tell you what it is you could take it to the store and go shopping if you wanted to and scan, you know, clothes or shoes or whatever has a barcode on it, they'll tell you. Well, guess what? They are no longer being made. So without a barcode scanner, how would you figure out what something is if you couldn't scan the barcode or if you didn't have an alternate, say, iPhone app to do that for you? If they're not going to make it anymore, will they still work? The ones that we have, yes, yeah, they'll they'll yeah. still work and they'll still, they'll still support have the database it. to back it up or whatever. Yeah, you know, they're not going to be ba- doing a database upgrades on their library of barcodes. Yeah. Item not found, you have to do it yourself, right? Because they're not going to be updating the uh-huh. database. They're not going to manufacture anymore. <clears throat> as long as they have parts in stock, they will repair them if they need to be repaired. But if they can't be repaired, then you can't get a new one. They're just not going to make them. Huh. Now, they've been around for some time. Like they taught us up at Heinz, up there, you could take an index card. You take an index card and you can have somebody label it in Braille, you know, uh, you know green beans. And you take a rubber band and you have somebody put it around your green beans. And then when you get something out and you use it, you take your index card, you don't throw it away because you're going to reuse it, but you put it in a drawer. And then that also helps you do an inventory of what you might need to go buy at the grocery store later. Right. And that's a really good idea uh, to do it that way. But for people who don't read bricks. See, they told us that at Icree Woods, but they had mag- magnetic strips that you could put the magnetic strip on your can yeah. good and, and then stick it to your refrigerator and that's your grocery list <coughs> yeah. right. so it's yeah. similar and I, I used to do that until my kids thought the magnets were cool and they would steal them and play with them and not put them back <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that huh. is a good way um, if you have you know boxed items like say cake mix or biscuit mix or something like that uh, I, I suppose is keeping your shelves organized so you know that this is where you keep this item or that item. The the other alternative, right. you got a barcode scanner through seeing AI app on your iPhone and right. so you could still scan it 
but then it, it will not tell you. It doesn't search the internet for. Or, right. or and somebody tells I, you I was thinking with a uh, blindness rehab person when I was found out about the barcode scanner not being made anymore, and that's what they recommended was to use the Seeing AI app because it does barcode scanning. On, on the phone. And then One way too, I know green beans. If you have canned green beans and you shake them, you shake a can of green beans and you can hear them squeak. Okay. I think that's the only vegetable <laughs> that does that. So if you don't have any other way, you always know green beans. <laughs> it's not squeaking. It's not squeaking. Is it corn? You just got to shake them. Maybe it's yams. I don't know. <laughs> I know it's not green beans. Yeah. That's one thing they told us too that they squeak. But go ahead, Terry. I know I cut you off. It's hard to tell if it's if it's refried beans or dog food. <laughs> ah, yeah. I saying, what I was saying was you cannot. There's also the app Be My Eyes, which you know is a video uh, FaceTime calling with somebody. They'll you can ask them what it what is this, and they'll tell you. I've used it before. I've never used the app myself. I have it, but I've never used it because I've wanted to. And I think I use it a lot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I I have to say I honestly have not. Usually, uh, I mean, I just keep things as organized as possible. Uh, Seeing as how we have a house full of the grandkids who've been living with us for the past close to two years now. I don't even bother because nothing is ever where you put it. Is there it. organization in your house with children? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything is so desk. ugly disorganized. I don't I don't even bother. I don't even try. I don't if, if if someone says, Hey, we need to have a can of, of vegetables open for dinner, I won't even go. I'll, I'll let someone else handle it. Because yeah, I, I just know. Well, on the lines of organizing stuff, you can always you know, get a for your own stuff, whatever you can. You go get a wall locker or something, and put your stuff in it, and lock, put a lock on it, and say, "There you go." <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's actually a smart idea, and I'm on the borderline of doing that is putting a locker in with a lock on it, uh, not just for a foot locker. I mean, it could be a foot locker. Yeah, well, but it, not just for for keeping my own personal stuff organized, but for locking things in that kids aren't supposed to have. Like, you're grounded from the iPad. Give it to me. Well, they'll find where you put it, and they'll have it in their hands again. So <laughs> I lock it up. They won't. That or put your <laughs> Alexa device in there and lock it up. It's then it'll be locked up, and you can use it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, go, they run off with your Alexa. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they had to be plugged in. Well, well they, they unplugged. unplugged it. They unplugged it, so therefore it has no power, and you can't talk to it. And then they got put here and put there. Now no one knows where it's at. Uh, so huh. I have a I have an Alexa dot floating around somewhere, but no one knows where it's at. I've huh. had it for three years, but I've only been able to use it for about six months. <laughs> wow. Um. But yeah, we're kind of off the topic. We're just talking about you know barcodes. I mean, people. I guess you don't really think about barcodes if you if you're sighted. They just happen to be there. That's how your cashier checks your stuff out. 
it can be an important device for someone who's well anymore though anymore though people might start paying attention to it because they don't have them cashiers there you got to check yourself out so yeah look for that you just have a full-length mirror checking (laughs) yourself out oh we do groceries okay never mind Well, anymore, too, though, I've noticed a lot of things, they don't have a price tag sticker on them. And sometimes in the stores, they'll have these machines that you have to take the item over and scan it with their machine to see how much it is. That's called laziness. Not putting the price on the shelf for the customer. Don't have to do that. Yeah. That's lazy. Well, it's called saving some labor that you don't have to pay and saving yeah, they don't want to pay a little bit of parts and the rolls of stickers you have to buy to put on everything. Um, but yeah, barcodes can, can be a really big way to identify things. And, you know, despite not having uh, the ID may, uh, in, in, you know, going into the future, if you do have a smartphone, there is apps for that. I, I've had some mixed, luck with a few of them but uh, they say that seeing ai does do really well with recognizing them Uh, i've never really used it so i can't verify does it remember it can you record it does it grab it from a database or what does it do Uh, with the barcodes too i don't think it requires any light you can it can be totally pitch dark and it'll work but if you use some of the other functions of the seeing ai you got to have adequate lighting for it to read documents, but well, generally the way the barcode reader works is it shoots its own little laser light out and reflects it back. With right. with your phone, it generally will snap a picture. So if that's the case, you do have to have good lighting, otherwise it won't work. But with the new iPhones, they do the face recognition. They actually shoot out, you know, infrared or <laughs> invisible light. So they, can see your, your eyeballs. <laughs> so they can see your face and recognize you so they can unlock your phone. And they may use some of that same technology for the barcode. I don't know. I'm just guessing. There's a new iOS update now that you can, you can, it allows you to unlock your phone with facial recognition, even though you're wearing your mask. Yeah, I've heard about that. Hey, uh, now mine didn't work the other day. I'll have to update because I, I was at the doctor a few weeks ago and I had to keep taking my mask off to unlock my phone because my phone wouldn't recognize me with my mask on. Yeah, I know they had an update. Uh, I don't have a a new iPhone. Mine is iPhone 8, so mine doesn't do the facial recognition. And with that, with that, I bet you have to take a picture of yourself or something with your mask on. Use a fingerprint on mine. Oh, it has, but on the facial one, Facial recognition, it also it has another feature where you can unlock it with your watch, Apple Watch, if you had one, with your mask on. Hmm. It, there's a setting, if you go into settings, because my facial recognition stopped working, and I've been having to enter my passcode, enter my passcode, enter my passcode. <laughs> it my says, passcode. oh, no, it's that guy. Uh, and uh, as it no, turns don't out, make me work. <laughs> Maybe that's something to do when you shaved your beard off. My screen protector was dirty. I cleaned my phone screen and then it started working, but I went into the settings and in the settings, it has a setting in there that says, you know, that you have to enable it to be able to read with, with objects 
that like sunglasses or masks, you know, whatever hmm. an example like that, you have to make sure that's turned on to where it'll read your face, even with block things blocking your face. You know, huh. you have to put, you have to enable that on, you know, right. and, and so with whatever invisible it. light technology it uses, if it also does that with the barcode scanner, that, that'd be awesome because that way you wouldn't necessarily have to have good lighting or, or no light or whatever. But before that too, I could be in my bedroom in the middle of the night and pick my phone up and look look at it and swipe up and it, it would unlock even though it was dark, you know, didn't require any light to unlock my phone, you know, but right. it's dirty. You know, you got to... <laughs> right. Because of the invisible frequency of light that it works with. And and I cleaned it and I put some hand sanitizer on it, so it's good to go now. <laughs> yeah, now, now your iPhone has the softest hands. Oh, yeah. I mean, cleanest hands on your iPhone. <laughs> it can reach out and give you a hug and be sanitary. Dry skin on the case. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you have a dirty case, even with the fingerprint sensor, it's not going to read your fingerprint, right? I've had that trouble before. Yep. Oh. So anyway, there's uh, this. This some thoughts on you know barcode scanning, part of living skills. There's other areas we could talk about. We we could dive into deeper. You know how to let's say cook and measure things or cut things safely. We'll save that for another time. Yeah. But is it something you want to hear about? I mean, uh, living skills it covers a lot of a lot of ground. What were some other ways? Yeah. Tactile uh, board games or tactile ways of you know, setting your thermostat or marking your oven or whatever. But, uh, what were some other ways to mark your stuff, though? I don't remember. Other than Braille, label. Stay maker. tuned. How, how yeah. about stay tuned to stay tuned and listen next week? We'll talk about that stuff. <laughs> we we could. We could have a part two on this and get into how yeah. you mark things. Because so they can more... go for hours if we got too crazy. Because <laughs> there are more ways to if you always stop and think about it, how to mark things. Well, did you want to go yeah. ahead and move on out of this? And if we had a yeah, let's a go closing... and do our final thoughts because this is gonna be a long show. <laughs> if we had email, yeah, no. we could read your email here. We got but email. We I, don't. Didn't, I didn't write one. <laughs> I didn't write no for another show. I just haven't sent it to him yet. My so friend. it's time for our final thoughts, right? Yeah, let's here. go ahead and do that then. Oh, I thought you said we had an email. We don't have an email. No, I said he doesn't have one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was trying to say we had no email, but he kept talking, so he didn't hear me say we had no email. Um. <laughs> So now it's time for our final thoughts. Who wants to do some final thoughts? I'm trying to find mine. So what, well, while I you're got looking, one. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. So what did the zero say to the eight? That belt looks good on you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to tell you. I was going to tell a joke about dirt, but it's beneath us. Yeah. (laughs) 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 All right. That's where we just lost Jill, it looks like. (laughs) Maybe she's lost in space. We'll find her next week.
Yeah, so I know Jill had a closing thought. She will have to uh, show us it next week on what. Um, I got one though. One sure, go ahead. I was going to tell you a joke, a geometry joke, but it's too plain. <laughs> okay. Now I'm back to square pun. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A skeleton walks into a bar and says, Hey, bartender, I'll have a beer and a mop. Ah, that's all. <laughs> this goes right through him. <laughs> That's funny. So we we could go on, but I'm gonna not. Yeah, uh, we can wrap it up because it's gonna be kind of long, and then you know, the, everybody send us a review, you know, or something. Email email the show. We like to hear from people. Yeah, visit the website uh, that sounds funny dot com and uh, use the donate button. Send us email. Tell us what you want to hear. Um, any and- suggestions or whatever. And just to plug this other one, uh, Madison County Association of the Blind is uh, having their birthday party May 6th. Uh, got more information, it'll be on our webpage, www.mcabil.org. It's our birthday party. We were established in May, May 5th, actually, of 1955, 5 5 and 55. We came into existence anyway. So, uh, if you'd like to come to our party, don't. You're going to have it on Zoom or, or on a conference? No, no, no. It's going to be at Polly's restaurant. restaurant. So you could have a conference call. People could call in and join in. Oh, yeah. yeah. You uh, had to feed yourself, but you could join in all the people arguing back and forth with each other. <laughs> if you want to come be a part of our meeting, our next meeting would be in June, first 